The Law Report with Michael Mutsuning Bill on Kaya 959. A very good evening and welcome to The Law Report. This is me, Michael Mutsuning Bill. What are we talking about today? We're talking about the 20 year trial of President or former President Jacob Zuma, and I absolutely look forward to engaging with you, getting some of your thoughts. 20 years later, can we even talk about justice being served? If, if, if this has happened and, 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 and this issue of politics, would, would, would you and I be able to prolong a trial for 20 years if, if we had no political power? That's what we're talking about in the Law Report. And as always, I look forward to engaging with you. The number to dial 86 Do you call us in? The Law Report with Michael Mutsuning Bill. All right. Um, I'm joined in the studio and, um, um, by uh, my good friend, Thank you very much, Mike, and uh, uh, welcome back. We were missing you, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, on the line joining me are um, Jamison Mawila. Jamison is from Mawila Tennis. Jamison, good evening, and uh, thank you very much for, for joining us on the Law Report. Uh, Okay, we'll we'll just give that a minute. I, I see that um, that hasn't quite happened. I mean, um, you, you know why why I'm going to enjoy the show talking yeah. to you because if there's anybody <laughs> who is conflicted right, <laughs> between their love for politics, their love for law, and their and actually believe it or not, love for sports, it's this man. He loves these things equally, and one day he'll tell me which one. He loves the most. Yeah. So perfect, perfect person to be having a conversation with because, you know, he's he doesn't just love politics. He actually plays a very active role in both South African and Zimbabwean politics. So, so absolutely the right person to be talking about this. But also, he's a good lawyer. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Jamison Mawila, good evening, and thank you very much for talking to me tonight. Good evening, Bill, and good evening to the listeners of Kaya FM. And um, I'm soon going to uh, be welcoming um, political analyst Ntigele Mpulo. Ntigele, good evening and thank you very much for talking to us. Uh, thank you very much for having me on your program. You know, I, I think the best place to start is, of course, with you because you're a political analyst. And, um, and mm. I, thought, I thought I should allow you to just set the scene for us because this has been a long history of not just the legal fight, but in yes. fact, the political one. Of course, um, it has. The story broke in the early 2000, I can't remember exactly when it was, um, that there were charges um, against the uh, former president, Mm. um, the then uh, deputy president. So what had happened is that um, Mulyani Muga, he was the head of uh, NPA. He had that off the record uh, briefing with the black journalist. And then um, Sholozi started to suspect that there was uh, an agenda to hold him back from becoming the president of the ANC. So the argument that uh, the case is politically inspired was born out of that. Mm. And uh, Shabri Sheikh in the mid-2000 was charged. And, And one of the things that compounded the situation was the fact that Mulilani Muga said he had a prima facie case against Msholozi, mm. but then did not charge him, and then went on to charge Shabri Sheikh, who was found guilty, I think, uh, in the May 
2000, I think in 2005. Mm. And then one of the findings of the court was that there was a corrupt relationship between Shabri uh, Sheikh and uh, Jacob Zuma. Because, uh, and also this is one of the charges um, at the moment, uh, that is the level that is uh, Zuma that Shabri Sheikh, who had a, a company that is alleged to have benefited uh, from the arms deal, basically uh, facilitated uh, the payment of the, the bribe to Zuma uh, by uh, the, the French company, uh, I think it's uh, Tylus, and mm. the, the company of Shabri uh, uh, It's a, a so-called a BE partner, but then there was no BE. Mm. Uh, so um, his company, I think it's an Kobe company, mm. yeah. So um, benefited out of that uh, relationship because also it, it joined forces with with the French uh, company. And then those charges, Zuma used the the platform he was getting out of court mm. uh, to garner support because, as you know, the hearings uh, are getting media um, uh, coverage, and he used that to outmaneuver former President Becky. And then in 2009, those charges were withdrawn. They were done away with because of the, the evidence that was manufactured, that there was the intelligence work that was done. Allegedly, yes. And, and, and this is at the time when he, he, he was president? No, just before. Just before. Oh, that, that's a time when Mbeki had just been exited. and. Uh... Yes, yeah. That was uh, in the build-up, yes. Uh, you are right. That was in the build up to the 2009 uh, general election. Mm. So that made a way for him to ascend them to the helmet. Then the DA came into the picture and then challenged that, and that was uh, overturned. So, yeah, so that is the background uh, to the story. And thank you very much. That is indeed very good background. But one of the other things that, that I think South Africans would often forget <laughs> about is that, in fact, the Shabir Sheikh, who was subsequently uh, convicted, he didn't get to spend a lot of time in jail. Of course, because they let go of him after Zuma was made the president of the ANC. Mm. He, he received a, a presidential pardon. I think when uh, that guy, Khalima uh, Mukande, um, uh, was still the president then. But I think uh, uh, there was a hidden hand because Zuma was the president. There is no way that decision would have been made without the knowledge of Zuma because he was the president of um, the ANC. Uh, so I, I, I think he must have had something to do with that. So behind the closed doors, I, I, I suspect that uh, he is the one who initiated that. Uh, but what is interesting about the relationship between the two of them is that mm. Zuma acknowledged that he received payment from Shabri Sheikh. Mm. The fact that why was Jacob Zuma not charged alongside Shabri Sheikh? I think that could have been better. You know, so and, and that is indeed, I mean, a question that we absolutely have to ask today. But but just for you know the benefit of 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 of, of uh, uh, those of us who who don't actually understand how the Shabi Sheikh presidential pardon got to happen as a matter of law, because I think there there, there are there are two things about that. Somebody sentenced for mm-hmm. for corruption. Corruption is generally a minimum sentence of fifteen years. 
and the very same person who is the co-accused or or the supposed, who's supposed to be a co-accused, the corruptee, is then responsible for the pardon of the corruptor. Maybe you know, just talk about those those two issues. Yeah, Mike, I, I, I see what is implied in your in in, in your statement. All right, nothing. It's a question. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, and, you know, and um, I think to the extent that um, up to now, knowing as we do that um, every avenue has been used particularly legal to review and set aside decisions that might be perceived to have been made by President Zuma or made for the furtherance of an, of, a, of an objective by President Zuma. For instance, this very idea that charges are withdrawn or the MPA decides not to prosecute because it says it is a prima facie case, but um, it, 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 it doesn't think that it can prove the, the, the case beyond reasonable doubt. The Democratic Alliance goes to court and reviews and set aside that decision. Mm. I'm inclined to say, notwithstanding how it smells like, mm. if Sheikh was released on, on a medical parole, if there was enough to go and oh review. yes, it was medical parole, not a presidential parole. Yes, so, so that's not something that happens at the. Yes. thank you for for the clarity. Yes, I remember now. Yes, yes. So, so if 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 the grounds did not exist, in fact and in law, uh, that uh, he qualified at the material time and at the time at which the application was brought for medical parole, I am very sure that someone um, would have approached the court to review and set aside that decision. Mm. The fact that that didn't happen. Uh, should tell us uh, uh, something more about the facts of what actually might have happened that uh, maybe as a matter of law and as a matter of fact the pardon uh, on medical grounds was warranted under the circumstances well 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 we we know that there was the golf course and many incidents and and we know that but that's post post yeah yeah but i mean that that's the, the, the material that, period is the the period at which the application is considered and the evidence presented to those who are supposed to make the decision as to whether or not parole must be granted mm. so the question is whether or not but, but i mean but i mean who makes the final decision on medical parole is it the uh, is it a minister serving in in the cabinet of the president who is this alleged corruptee Yes, but still, mm. it's a minister appointed ex- by you, you know. So, so yeah, but it's a minister exercising a, a public power, mm. which he must exercise rationally. Mm. Uh, in the same way, uh, the NPA at some point would have exercised public power and decided not to prosecute, and then they are taken to court, and the decision is reviewed and set aside. Why is it that everyone or or those who might have smelt whatever they might have smelt, smelt in the decision for the granting of, of parole did not approach a court mm. on the same basis to say that the minister would have exercised his, his, his discretion incorrectly and that the facts available to him or the parole board did not warrant that um, a, a parole must be granted. Because uh, remember, this has happened also in uh, this guy that killed uh, Chris Hani. Mm. That there have been litigation in and out of court. And he's been trying. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And 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 so 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 the point I'm 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 saying is that I think we should proceed on the basis that uh, unless the contrary is demonstrated and demonstrated um, uh, on the facts and on the law, mm. that the decision to grant parole under those circumstances at the material time would have been a, de- a, good, a decision good in law. Now, now now let's talk about I mean the significance and maybe if I can just invite uh, Jamison Mawila to come here. To come in here, somebody who, who's at home might be sitting there and thinking, but, you, you know, there, there, there are two people who are alleged to have done something. In other words, the corruption of Sheikh could not have been pronounced upon without knowing and dealing with who is the corruptee. And therefore, the, you know, for you to corrupt the one person, 
I mean, for you to convict the one person, being Sha- Sha- uh, Shabir, you needed to Im- impugn wrongdoing and, in fact, find wrongdoing on the part of the corruptee, which is the, the, the president. So there, there was that question at the time, and I, and I think that question is very much still alive, to say how do you then have sort of a, um, a, a debit without a credit? Well, uh, I, I am actually in, in agreement with what you just said, Bill, because obviously to, to have corruption, there must be corruption and the corruptee. Mm. And what is interesting to me is that uh, former President Zuma is not disputing the charges that, are be, that have been laid against him. But what he has been saying is that these charges have now been manipulated. There's been political manipulation. He's not basically saying that I deny these charges, that these charges do not exist. But he's, however, bringing applications to which goes to, to state that there's been something which was not supposed to have been done. Mm. Like the application which was brought today that uh, the prosecutor is not tightly. Uh, I would say that one would have expected that you will come to court and say this uh, prosecutor is not tightly because he does not have the statutory authority to, to permit him to prosecute me. But he's, however, saying something different. He's saying that this prosecutor has been impartial, has been in, uh, elects independence, and he goes further and says that because he was involved in, in the case of the DA where he has submitted an affidavit, he is now considered to be a witness in my case, and therefore I, I'm of the view that I, I will not be fairly treated by this uh, prosecutor. And this goes to violate my, my right to, to a fair trial. So I agree with you that uh, obviously since there was evidence sufficient enough to convict Saber uh, Sheikh, and clearly there is still evidence, and uh, it has been stated time and again by the state that we have evidence to prosecute him, and he is saying on the other end that you want to prosecute me, but you have been impartial, you have been manipula- uh, politically uh, manipulated, and I'm of the view that I will not receive a fair trial. So it, 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 my understanding of him is that he's not basically saying that uh, there is no sufficient evidence to prosecute me, but he's saying that because of the conduct that has happened prior to, to all this, I am of the view that uh, I should not be prosecuted. And I must say again that this is nothing new. I mean, it's a continuation of what has, he has been saying uh, from the inception of this case. And it was stated clearly by, by the Supreme Court, I mean, by the SDA, that the mere fact that there's been wrongful conduct, that alone cannot take take away the fact that there is evidence to prosecute you. Mm. So I am of the view that, as you stated, that where there is a corruption, there is a corrupter and a corruptee, and Shaber Sheikh has already been sentenced, I mean convicted and sentenced for this, he should consider and stand uh, trial in this particular matter. Mm.
Well, I, I, I'm not sure I entirely agree with uh, with Mawela because the evidence submitted and 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 obtained and considered in the Shabiri Sheikh's matter is not automatically admissible in Zuma's trial. That a mishap has already happened in respect of the prosecution of Shabiri Sheikh is something that has happened. The what the the the, the horses bolted. So I don't think it necessarily follows that if Shabire Sheikh was convicted, it necessarily follows that any evidence that was admitted mm. in the Shabire Sheikh's matter would of necessity be, be admitted in the Zuma trial. Secondly, even in this plea, he does deny the charge. He, he states, uh, it's, it's, it's a long plea explanation, but he says it so many times and he, he, that he's not guilty of the offenses on which he's, he's charged. In fact, he keeps repeating this thing that that is the basis upon which uh, the original decision not to prosecute him was based, that the evidence was not sufficient. He goes as far as to explain the transactions that would have happened between him and, uh, and, and, and Sheikh or give context as to how people in, in, in liberation politics and in particular himself as a member of the, as a person who was heading the intelligence arm of the ANC would have received payments from various people not necessarily using his, his, his account. So he does hint um, uh, an explanation of, uh, of, of, um, of payments that would have come to, to him to the extent he would admit that those payments indeed came. But, but, but I mean, I mean uh, the, the, the point, and, and, and I think this is, is, is a great sort of cause for debate because I am the one that paid you money or paid money into your account. Yeah. I say whatever, but it doesn't matter. A court has already said that me paying you that money is illegal. It's an act of corruption, blah, 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 and racketeering, etc. You are now coming and saying, no, 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 actually that money was for all sorts of things, and uh, but not for, for, the, for the purpose of getting some advantage or not related to the arms deal, right? Yeah. And I accept, and I don't think my will is, is going that far, I, uh, Mawila and I would potentially accept that the evidence does not automatically, f- you know, get accepted into another court. But what I what what I think is a curious point, particularly for somebody who's listening at home and is not a lawyer, is, well, there's there's sort of the one side that has already been labeled and given a name, and that name is it's a criminal act. The one side, and your explanation, in other words, yes, the, it's it's not automatically admitted, but would a, f- a finding that the money was paid. Let's say there's no factual dispute, and, and 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 that's what I understand you to be saying. Factually speaking, there isn't a dispute that the money was paid. It's the reasons for those payments that is that is that has been disputed. Yeah. And 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 therefore, it seems to me that you'd have on the one hand a court finding, and and remember that there's also another matter, which is two courts. A judge has already found that this money is for X. One judge. And then another judge in the context, the same money, it's the same fact. It's not the same case, but it's the same fact. Yeah. Would find it, would arrive at a different conclusion in respect of the exact same fact. Yeah. I, I want us to debate this because I think that yeah, I we, we would all benefit from, from this debate. Uh, and, uh, uh, but, but, but you, you, know, you know, because it is, sort of a, it is sort of a question of, but how are we still here 20 years later? But I want us to do that when we come back. 
The Law Report with Michael Mutuning Bill. Welcome back to The Law Report with me, Michael Mutuning Bill. If you've just tuned in, we're having a conversation about the former president, Jacob Zuma. And of course, we have to talk about the fact that his trial, 20 years down the line, has still not started. We are yet to have a plea. And joining me in the studio is Ngobizi Tamlilo. And uh, on the line, uh, Jamison Mawila, who is a, an attorney as well as a political analyst, and Tigelelo Mbulo. And we're trying to just get to the bottom of why do we still find ourselves here 20 years down the line? Now, I put a question to you before we took a break, Ngobizita, and I, and I think the question is around, you know, it seems as if we have a half-baked pot, and this pot, it just became convenient for somebody to eat the one half of the pot, and then the other, other, the other half of the pot is politically strong yeah. and couldn't be readily consumed. And therefore, there is something of a legal phenomenon, as far as I can assess, where there's a debit without a credit. There's a there's a conviction on the fact and 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 an outstanding conviction on the same fact. Yeah. Um, which sort of leaves us in what I can't imagine has happened before. Yeah, I, I think you're correct. And, and, and I think the first point to acknowledge is that none of that conduct can be attributed to Zuma, to President Zuma. That is the conduct of the NPA and that is the conduct of the judiciary. And, and therefore, President Zuma cannot suffer, or for lack of a better word, cannot be prejudiced by by what appears should be the obvious conclusion from what you have indicated. That's the first point. The second point is this. If a court comes to a conclusion that this payment constituted an offense and describes it as such, what the court is doing is making a finding of intent on the person that is in the box, mm. the accused. Mm. It is not making a finding of the intent of the person that is receiving the payment. So the, the, the NPA has to make a finding of the intent of President Zuma when he received the payment. Yeah. So, so, so absent a similar finding uh, that, well, you received this money because you were supposed to feather an objective of Shabire Sheikh, whom we've already convicted. Because yeah. when, we con- when Shabire Sheikh was convicted by the two courts, what the two courts were saying is that we don't buy your explanation as to why you are making the payment. The courts might come to a different conclusion in respect of President Zuma to say it, it might very well be possible that I am saying I received this payment because of this long history of liberation politics and that this is how this is done. And as a matter of fact, President Zuma even goes to the, to the extent of saying, demonstrate in what way I feathered the objectives of Sheikh. You say I received X amount of money and in, in, in return, the intent in my mind on receipt of this money was to do one, two, three, four. Demonstrate that I did so. So I, I think it is quite possible that uh, the state might very well struggle in respect. To, and and I, in my mind, I, I suspect very much that it could have weighed very, very strongly in the NPS decision to, outside the political objectives that President Zuma complains about that. How are you going to demonstrate that President Zuma didn't sit in the in the adjudication committee? President Beki says so. That in fact, President Beki says there was no such thing as an arms deal. There was arms procurement, and this arms procurement went through the normal supply chain processes. So you need to be able to connect the processes that were happening in the in the arms deal procurement, in in the in the arms procurement, to the conduct of President Zuma. And then say President Zuma did one, two, three, four, and benefited Shabiri Sheikh. So, 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 I, 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 while on the face of it, it might, it might present a conundrum. I actually think that uh, intent on the part of President Zuma must be proven. And lastly, we, we live in a constitutional democracy, mm. and a constitutional demo- Justice Cameron developed this concept of unconstitutionally obtained evidence to say you rather have a million guilty people in the street 
than one innocent person convicted. President Zuma complains about the manner in which the evidence against him, whatever is described as evidence, has been obtained. Uh, if you read the plea, what he seems to be hinting at or what he seems to be getting at is that this evidence that you have involved uh, the inclusion of foreign intelligence arms, uh, it was manipulated, uh, there was foreign interference, foreign states interfered in, in, in the prosecution for, for, a political, for political reasons, so much so as to say that this evidence is unconstitutionally obtained. And I think that notwithstanding whatever people's views might have of President Zuma, it is important to defend the constitution and the rights of people who appear in courts, that evidence presented there must be evidence that can withstand constitutional scrutiny. Um, let, let, let me see if I, if I, uh, 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 Jamison Mawila, before I, I put a follow-up question, do, do you want to do you want to uh, advance a further a further point, or, or 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 can I can I move to the to the second question that I want to put a follow-up question that I want to put to Mdilu? Uh Jamison? Yes, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. I, I wanted to say that when I agree that uh, the evidence that was adduced in that case. It's not automatically applicable in this particular case of Zoom. Mm. But my, what I was trying to point at is that in, in all his plea uh, explanation, it's not like he's denying the, the charges that have been preferred against him. He's however raising other issues why he should not be prosecuted. It is not like he's denying that there was ever money that he received. But he's saying because of the circumstances that have happened, because of the conduct that happened, therefore he should not be prosecuted. I think that that's what I just wanted to add to this. Now, now, now let me ask you, gentlemen, this: um, we, we're sitting with a judgment that evaluated facts from a procedural point of view. Would the state have to call the same witnesses that said this is the payment? that was made or, or could the state rely on the judgment to say there's already a finding on the payor now the issues that remain in dispute and and therefore because there's already a finding by a court the court hearing there's been a high court with the single judge would have to would essentially is bound by those facts and you can correct me if I'm wrong whether state decisis relates because no. this is in fact a, a conundrum isn't it no 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 yeah there's no state decisis on a finding of fact yeah yeah, there's no style decisis on the on the finding of fact. Style decisis uh, is only applicable so, in respect of finding of law. So we could have, and that's very good, Nilo. We could have a situation that there's two judgments that are going across, even though they relate to exactly the same facts. Yes, leading yes. Uh, leading to the possibility that. Even Shabir Sheikh's trial itself might be recalled, and the conviction itself set aside as clearly wrong. Which is why I was making the point earlier that there is no stock or barrel to be put on the fact that Shabir Sheikh was convicted. In respect of President Zuma, the state will have to start as if nothing happened. Sure. Both on the facts and on the law. Mm. And it is quite possible that additional facts and evidence would have been available both to the state and to the defense, which has the potential to contradict evidence that was accepted as fact in both the High Court in respect of Shabir Sheikh and the Supreme Court confirming the decision of Shabir Sheikh. So the mess started from a long time ago in the separation of these of of of, of the the so-called corrupt and, and so-called corruptee. Mm. And, and and I think it deserves a, a proper explanation as to why exactly did the state say they had a prima facie case but unwinnable? Uh, there could be political considerations, yes. But on the law, 
and it's now turning out that the issue was around the the um that encrypted fax at one point the the person that wrote it accepted that it was him uh, and then they turned around and say ah no actually it was just a draft you see mm. so that evidence would have been accepted in the Shabreshek's uh, trial maybe as if the encrypted fax was what it purported to be we now know at least in 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 in, in president zuma's plea, plea that the authenticity not only of the encrypted fax even but of the, its contents are now in dispute because the person that would have said it, it was my fax is now saying no actually that was just a draft and and, and maybe uh, 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 you, you, you know I've kept you quiet for a bit and I'm sure you know if, if there's any point where you want to jump in you're more than welcome to do so but but perhaps back on the political front if, if there's one thing that is absolutely true is that throughout this 20 years of this trial uh, former president Jacob Zuma has had incredible public support the very public in, in on on whose behest the NPA is acting. Yes, um, of course. I think he took a strategic advantage of um, the way things are in terms of the political uh, uh, interference um, of NPA and uh, the so-called uh, uh, foreign uh, intervention and used that to his own advantage to ascend to the helm of power. But at the same time, some of his arguments, I take them with a pinch of salt. For instance, if you're saying that through your intelligence operations, you intercepted information that there is a foreign um, interference, then court is the correct platform to ventilate those issues. Now, one of the strong points of Mshololozi is that he's got a, a security background. He's very much rooted in strategic theory. He's not a stupid person. There is no way Mshololozi would have outmaneuvered former President Baker, who is very much intelligent, if he was a fool. He's not a stupid person. So, so, so we need to acknowledge that. Um, but those uh, strategic maneuvers, I don't think that they are going to work in court. Because in court, they deal with facts, not uh, uh, some kind of a, a conspiracy uh, theories. But they have worked for the last 20 years. Because, yes. be, because he has advanced different reasons, including this, this day, today. Yeah, and, and, yes. and what, is consp- what are you referring to as conspiracy theory? Like these arguments that have not been uh, tested, that there is a political uh, interference, uh, there are some intelligence uh, operations um, against him, he referred to France and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Those are political arguments. No, but not legal. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But, but the finding that there was political interference is an NPA finding. Sorry, mm. it, it's the NPA itself. When when the original decision not to prosecute was made, it was made by the NPA. But but isn't it that all of that was yeah, was turned was, was uh, turned upside down when the court said yes, that the motive for prosecuting you is irrelevant? Yes, the motive for prosecuting yeah. you is irrelevant. So I, so I might hate you. But if you if there's an allegation and there are facts to substantiate those allegations, I have to prosecute, even though um, I take delight in the prosecution. Fine. And, and 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 maybe as you answer that, I'd like us to turn to today and this thing about Advocate Billy Downer. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. Mm. The, the, 
the motive as the SCA said the motive might be relevant yeah but there must not be a dispute that there is political interference mm. as to whether or not that is sufficient to stop a prosecution is a different conversation altogether this so in other words it's not a conspiracy that's what i'm dealing with right that political interference is not a conspiracy because even the npa itself said so the spy tapes confirm the same position um so 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 there's no conspiracy around it um you know um i suppose it's it's, it's the same position like you're saying with with the with the prosecutor billy downer to say well the your role as a prosecutor is not to prosecute for the purposes of getting a conviction by whatever means necessary yes indeed uh, you're upholding you are you are you are, you are doing what you do for the people yes mm. Um, and the person that you are prosecuting is part of the people. Yes. Mm. So maybe I did not extract or I did not see the police suggesting that there is evidence that the prosecutor had that he did not disclose that would have been beneficial to the accused. So much so that he, he withheld evidence and therefore uh, failed to exercise prosecutorial independence, at least in respect of that, that, that part. What I seem to get from the plea explanation is that he has joined the bandwagon of those who have put And let's talk about that and let's yes. really unpack what, what the real challenge in, is in respect of the lead prosecutor. So, 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 so for instance, as, 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 as we've referred to earlier on, that uh, he participated in the, in the DA uh, court application to review and set aside the original decision of the NPA not to prosecute in what in what capacity did he did, did he filed an affidavit yeah yeah and and, and so in, in other words in support yes yeah he, he filed an affidavit in support of the of the da reviewing and setting aside so remember now you're having a situation where you are a member of the npa mm-hmm. you have participated in the process with your bosses there uh, around whether or not to prosecute you insisted that there must be prosecution and your bosses said no they want prosecution because of the following reasons uh, and during those meetings, you cite a number of irregularities that the prosecution would have done in the preparation for or the attempt to prosecute. A superior decision is made that don't prosecute and the matter ends there. A political part with a political interest files an application in court. You join cause with them against your own NPA. The question that, that arises is, is whether or not there is grounds to say that this prosecution is no longer simply about the law. You have joined calls with political actors as well. Yeah, Mawila, your thoughts, and I, and I look forward to yours as well, uh, uh, Mpulo. Um, or, or maybe, or shall I take a break? And um, okay, so, so let, 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 let's let, let's hear. I mean, and, and that seems like um, the, you know, even I have to sort of think about that. I wanted to respond on this one, of Mpulo. Look, my, my, my view, and obviously with the understanding uh, as to why uh, you filed that affidavit in support of the application by the DA, yeah. was because as the lead prosecutor in that particular matter, his contribution was not even requested when such decision was taken. And he was the one who was leading that case was aware of the of the evidence that was contained in that particular uh, docket and when the decision of the SCA also in some respect uh, supported his view that the decision that was taken to draw those charges was irrational and 
based on that, he submitted this affidavit to say that I'm the one who has been leading this case. I'm aware of the evidence that is before me. And that is what the main reason why he did not agree with the head of the MPA. And uh, 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 and he was, was obviously... Was obviously the the, the, the SPA obviously uh, agreed with, with what you submitted before court. Mm. All right, let me take a break, and uh, I'd like to to get your views as well, Ntigelelo. Uh, um, when we come back, we're back after this. The Law Report with Michael Mutsuning Bill. Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, um, we're talking about the trial of President Jacob Zuma and, and, and the obvious fact that it has taken 20 years. Um, and 20 years later, the end is not in sight. And joining me in the studio is Ngobuzi Tamnilo, as well as joining me on the line, Ntigelo um, Lompulo, who's a political analyst, as well as Jamison Mawila, who's an attorney from Mawila Attorneys. Um, and um, if you want to, you know, share some of your thoughts that you might have, you're welcome to, you know, send me a tweet. I'm at Matwining Bill. Um, that's my Twitter handle. Um, or you can send us some text, which is three six nine five nine. Or as always, give us a call. Oh eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. Now, um, I, before we took a break, I I I wanted to get your your thoughts and Tigelelo on 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 this topic that we're talking about the the involvement. Of, of Billy Down and the DA application and whether that has some sort of legal import, but also, especially from you, the political uh, thoughts around that. Yeah, um, first of all, I am Tsikelelo Breakfast. Um, uh, not Tsikelelo Mpulo. Uh, I thought earlier uh, on you referred to me as Tsikelelo uh, Mpulo. But anyway... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, my notes say Mpulo. I'm, I'm very sorry about that Tsikelelo Breakfast. That's fine. Um, so it doesn't matter, in my opinion, who comes into the picture. Because anyone who comes into the picture, uh, in this case, will have an opinion about the issue in question. Why? Because the case has been playing itself out in the public uh, domain, uh, meaning that the argument by Msholozi then falls away. I think Msholozi has a history of uh, employing delaying uh, tactics. Mm. Uh, in as much as he says that he wants to have a in court, but on the other hand, he does the exact opposite uh, of that. Mm. What is the responsibility of our courts? Because, you know, they, we can't ignore this issue of, you know, when when we go to criminal courts, we make a big noise about justice delayed is justice denied. And we make big noise about how a criminal prosecution has to happen without delay. And that is both in the interest of the accused person as well as the, acu- the interest of the justice system. And what is the role? Because, I mean, the this, this sat, I, when you look at the events of the previous appearance compared to the events of the current appearance of today... Literally no progress has been made. Literally. Zero progress has been made. And it's deferred again to June or July. Was it? Yeah. And and I know in, 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 in the commercial courts, not commercial crime, but the commercial courts, when a matter is important, there's a program and a timetable that's set that says we are designating or certifying this as a commercial matter and the judge is going to is going to case manage this. We're going to hear all the preliminaries but we're going to have a trial on this day. On this day, we're not dealing with preliminaries and, and, and applications for recusal. And, and therefore, the question that I put when I introduced the show was, 
would this be available for Mlilo? Um, where Mlilo is able to literally and to run a case um, and to defend themselves as a 20, for 20 years. 20 years is two decades. Let's remember that. 20 decades. Like somebody was, 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 was not born when, when this started and somebody is, <laughs> and somebody is, is, is in a job today. You can vote. And, and not only that, <laughs> you know, has been voting for two years. <laughs> so, 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 so I'm just trying to emphasize how, how long 20 years is and perhaps how, you know, at some point, it's it all just becomes a mockery. That's true. Broadly speaking, you're correct. But I, I, I think that we, we also need to take into account that the cause of delay cannot only be attributed to the accused person, to President Zuma. The cause of delay has also been on the part of the NPA. And you'd remember at some point, this matter was struck off the roll. Mm. Um, um, and, 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 and the matter has been struck off the roll in all in criminal matters, we know that the state is the dominant litters. Mm. It now has to drive the process. Mm. Uh, when did you finish your investigation? But I mean, let's not be let's let's not ignore the facts. You, you know, it's not Michael who was never a president, having his matter struck off the roll, and who doesn't appoint heads of the NPA. We, you know, let's let's really let's really talk. Robustly. No, but that's dangerous, Mike. No, 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 no. But, but, but I mean, okay, fine. Let, allow me then to be dangerous. Okay. Um, and and challenge me if if, if my if if I've passed the dangerous line. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying that, like, I'm I'm a citizen of South Africa. I'm sitting in at home and I'm observing. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a politician. I'm just observing. And what I'm observing is. 20 years has happened and I've just described through the analogy of the unborn now is in the job market, right? 20 years down the line. And, and, and we are talking about striking off as if we know that the, there has been imperfections around heads of the NPA. And I'm saying perhaps we can't go back in time, but isn't it all just, are we not all just participating in something of a mockery when, when we, when we know these facts and we've put legal lines to these you know we've demarcated and said oh but that decision was taken by the by the minister um of of justice at the time and that decision was taken by the head of prosecution at that time and that time and but no justice is happening now that we are here today isn't there some kind of obligation to vindicate the justice system i know it's the longest question i've asked you yeah 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 yeah. and and it uses big words justice you know (laughs) it uses very big words you know you you know which is why i you know i was raising the flag much earlier go go for it we we have to it's either we accept that there's political has been placed on hold it's either we accept that there's political interference or there's I none. I think there was interference with you. Like, come on, cool. Justice is a big word. Call has been placed on hold. Yeah, go for it. Oh, Bona, Mike. The moment you start... Even if you say Bona, like, like oh, Bona, Mike, like, so nice. <laughs> I'm still going to disagree. You see, the moment you start insinuating that... Yeah. The office of the president in appointing certain positions had an influence in the manner in which the matter proceeded. Then the argument must start much earlier during yeah. the, the time of President Beck, mm. which is why I was saying, let's rather avoid going there mm. and, and, and say... But, and, and I'm sorry, and, and mm. here's something that the current president did. He, mm. he, he, he removed himself from the appointment of the, of, the, of the sitting head of the NPA. 
if yeah. you remember. Yeah. He, he ran a, 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 a sort of a broader consultative process around, around uh, the appointment of Shimla Batoy. Yeah, that doesn't make it perfect either. Yeah, yeah, because you, 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 we can one one can say, well, it's optics. Mm-hmm. You cock us somewhere, you cock us yeah. somewhere, and then you come to a decision that this is how this thing is going to work. Which is, what I'm saying, let's not go there. All right. Let's assume that the people who occupy those positions exercise their function in terms of the legislation and faithful to the constitution. No, but but would would not going there and I'm sorry I've inter- I I allowed myself to ask the longest winded question and, and I'm and I'm cutting you short. But isn't going there necessary? Because then if we really go there, we might in fact have lessons and those lessons might very well be around how do we how does a prosecution of a certain president happen? Right? Because because we can't ignore how these appointments are happening. So, in other words, should that conversation, is that conversation not necessary so that we potentially get to a point where we are now having dispensations for, you know, how, how do we deal with this? Because this is, this is you know, we, 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 we know that the oath that somebody takes sometimes competes with the, with the family life. And, and feeding his family or her family. And it's not right, but we know it happens. And, and therefore, this justice thing, if we are truly committed to it, should we not only not leave it to the oath and, and really just start to get to a regime that, that says, what, what are we learning from this experience now? What are we learning from, the, from, from, from this 20-year experience? And, 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 and for many South Africans, they are saying, doesn't matter which way it goes get to finality get to a point where there's there's an answer you, you know in in the in the in the in a perfect world this is probably not in the interest of the accused person in this case yeah and remember the the appointment issue goes as well to to judges as well uh, although they, they they might have the process of the judicial service commission but ultimately there's a process so 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 I, you, you you're half right right yeah. you're half right because we know that the process of judges is as long it's transparent. It follows a very, it, it's 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 a very long process, and 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 the one for the heads of prosecution is not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 the, the, the thing is, we 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 have to strengthen or assume the independence of judges mm. and the and, and the courts to be able to rein in. Either the state as the dominus litis to say, no, you're taking too long to prosecute this, this matter. Don't come mm. back here unless you are sure about, about what you want to do. I'm striking off this matter f- from the role. Come, come to court when you are ready to prosecute. And equally to police the accused person to say, uh, you have been finished with whatever documentation is needed for the trial to, to, to commence. Let's get on with it. Mm. So the strengthening for me of the judicial process and, 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 and having judges that are, that are independent and impartial is much more important because they're able to police both the state and the accused persons. Mm. Uh, Mawila, I'm not sure if you want to you want to you want to come in. Yes, I, I, I just want to 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 get into that one. You know, my view is that the the law itself permits for some of these things. I mean, and it it plays a role in delaying some of these matters. Mm. Because when we look at some of these applications that they have been uh, making or bringing to court, they are permissible in terms of the law. I mean, it's allowed as an accused to bring all these applications. And uh, I will not be surprised if after these 
there's another application that might be brought to yes. the court. And an appeal. There could, yes, there mm. could be an application for the judge to recuse himself or any other application that is allowed in terms of the criminal procedure. So if the law itself allows an, an, I mean, uh, an accused to, to come and bring all these kinds of applications. And if it's refused, then we might decide and to take the matter on a review or on an appeal and that delays the matter even further. Mm. Even after the matter is finalized, you can decide and say, no, I'm bringing an appeal to this matter and it, it, it delays matters. So I think it, it's something that has to be looked at as well. Mm. And you, you, you know, um, I, I think that, you know, <clears throat> If if you if you consider what the president did, and and this is where we're talking about the issue of real conflict, and it's subtle, it's there in different shapes and forms. President in the commission has has rebuffed the commission on many grounds, including the fact that his relationship with the with the with the with the chairperson of the of of, of the commission, and therefore he feeling that there is some kind of tie, felt that despite the oath the chairperson would not would be partial to him or prejudice him in some way or another and that that may very well be have been a real concern if it was factually supported and the reverse is this you're the head of the npa right you're the head of police i i am the president i i made the call to appoint you and i made the call to appoint the head of police we 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 are going nowhere if we learn nothing from this. If if we think that the oath, by the way, even religion is has been questioned in all shapes and forms, and I'm not sure if somebody who pledged and made an oath to God today is is exactly the same person that 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 would have made an oath 500 years ago when this oath idea was conceived. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if somebody has sleepless nights and said I swore to God. Yeah, and 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 we really got to have that conversation and say what does this really mean to people? What do people uh, swear? You know, between your oath and 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 a few pieces of silver, mm. and 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 therefore what what is happening? And I, and and I express my view both as a citizen, but and but also as a lawyer, but mostly as a citizen. This is a joke, <laughs> and it's a joke that's going to continue because we we draw lines that are actually superficial and unhelpful. Yeah, I, I, I think we we need to strengthen the, the judicial system and uh, the impartiality of judges to be able to rein in both the state and the prosecution. Mm. Um, I think you make a good point around uh, revisitation of what actually these things of oath mean, actually mean. Mm. Uh, all right, gentlemen, your closing remarks and take a little breakfast. Yeah, so um, I think uh, today was a step towards the right uh, direction because we shall be uh, made a plea, despite the fact that he pleaded not uh, guilty. So that is a sign of uh, progress. I think uh, we must just uh, watch this space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Jamison Mawila, your closing remarks. Well, I agree with Pekalelo that today there was at least a progress. But I, I will say that there is still a long way to go with this matter. And mm-hmm. I will not be surprised if there are still more delays to come in, in, in before this matter is, is brought to finality. Mm. All right.
Gentlemen, thank you very much. Um, that's the law report. And thank you very much to you at home for, for tuning in and spending your time with us here on Kaya 959. From me, Michael Matoning Bill, uh, thank you very much and uh, good evening. The Law Report with Michael Mutsuning Bill on Kaya 959.